0: I'm Kate, and I'm Catherine, and this is Hard-Pressed Hope. <laughs> How are you doing today? I could use a shower.
1: <laughs> Something happened to cause a like personal hygiene update?
0: Oh, just life, you know, newborns. Well, not he's not a newborn. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> he's 15 months old. He's not a newborn. But he's sick, you know, when they're sick and you don't sleep because they're not sleeping and it's just what it is. And your families, how's the COVID over there? Oh, yeah. So my kids all
1: have COVID. Um, I know, but I'm really thankful it is a mild case. That's Mm -hmm. not always how it goes. So I'm just I'm spending most of my time being very thankful that it's so mild. Everybody, all five of them do, but everybody's on the mend. Yeah. And um, okay, but I have to tell you something. <laughs> oh no. I'm like I, I'm not taking them in to be tested until they show symptoms because I, I really want to be accurate on when they're getting exposed and how long after and all right. that. So yeah. I have two online IEP meetings this week, and I'm taking a, a child in. We stay in our car, it's a no-contact testing. And I get an email in my inbox, and I have some stuff going on at work, and it says "important" in all caps with two exclamation points, right? <laughs> yeah. So I like, I'm like, what am I forgetting? What? If, ah? So I like, I drop everything, and I open this email while I'm like, uh, a gym teacher sent it, requesting that parents pre-approved songs I can't even pre-approved songs for a like dance unit that they're doing and they don't want any oh. to be like inappropriate and so we have to go on this like <laughs> document and approve it and I was like no no this is a misuse of the word important
0: and it's a very thoughtful of them to, I was, to care this was like the
1: second email about it the first email was like you should do this and I was like yeah yeah okay but also no and the second email that was, like, so important, my heart rate went up. And then it was, like, please log on to this Google Doc and, like, approve these signs. And I was, like, no. This no. is, like, the definition of, like,
0: first world this problems. Is, this is or first world. This is priorities. so
1: unimportant. And like, this, this is not even close. Anyway, I was so I was was like so stressed out about this <laughs> two exclamation points you always know that's serious yeah anyway um you know quarantined for a while good thing that you and i can do this podcast from afar yeah and uh we can so do our we'll whole see. friendship from afar we're, we're experts at it also it was the gi version of covid so we have like
0: oh. <laughs> which, which, like one of your children is freshly potty trained. So, how oh. is that going, uh, podcaster listeners? You can only imagine. What are we talking about today? Um, I just showed up. You talking, me, is th- this important? Double exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about intentionality today, and. I'm not really sure why I thought of this story for intentionality, because to me, it's like the most hippie, free way to live. All but right. I think I want our listeners to hear about your oldest son's first year of life out on the road. <laughs>
1: oh Well, yes, he was one
0: <laughs> lucky little kid
1: when my son Joey was Right before he was born, yeah. my husband Joe and I had been um, kind of all over and we had just finished work one place and we were working at a camp and we decided what we were going to do in the next um, gear was to live in an RV, a 19, what was it? It was 1976. Like it was called a Georgie boy swinger shag <laughs> carpet, shag, one shag carpet. It like barely ran anyway. And we wanted oh to travel gosh. around the United States. So right before like two weeks before Joey was born, we moved into this thing and then spent the next year, um, traveling down and around and then across and then up. And we did some volunteer work with Habitat for. Humanity, um, but mostly we're just uh, seeing the country. So that's how Joey spent his first year. Was like in an actual basket next to <laughs> her bed with like a sheet, like a little
0: Moses basket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and his toy was his only toy was a water bottle, like an no, like a soda bottle with like nothing in
0: it. You know, yeah, it made yeah. like this echoing. He's <laughs> totally fine. You know, it's but do you remember? I will never forget this phone call. I got many phone calls while you were out, out west on the and road. And had service, yes. Yes. And you <laughs> called me and you said, hey. Um, Why is my voice faint?
1: <laughs> Make it sound like we ran out of gas on the side of the road. We needed water.
0: You were like, Catherine, like, guess what I'm having for dessert tonight? And I was like, oh, what? Because I was living vicariously through you. And so I was really excited. I'm like, what? What? And you're like, a spoonful. Of brown sugar. And I will <laughs> never it? forget that because <laughs> I felt so bad for you. Oh, i we were uh, hungry for like a year. Okay, nice. but to the outside, that looked like there wasn't a lot of intention behind it, right? Because you were essentially wild and oh, yeah. free. I think it looked a little yours. <laughs> say so irresponsible <laughs> but some. you guys did it wasn't like you it just was like very went and move. did this it was
1: a very intentional move for us to be um young newly married with a baby and decide that this is what we wanted to do it wasn't like we fell you know into hard and then harder times <laughs> and then took off um, right. we wanted to spend a year together traveling, living with as little as possible and with the, the money we had made and seeing how far it went and what we could do in a year. And it was, it was a great time. It was a very intentional decision that just led to adventure. It was awesome. Right. We learned so much about each other. Um, we learned about. Our communication, pros and cons, <laughs> strengths and weaknesses, <laughs> how to be, how to parent together. Um, we had time to think about what we wanted and wanted to do. And so it was a great foundation block for mm-hmm. the rest of our
0: lives together. Yeah. Different people are intentional about different things, right? You know that Jeff and I, or me more so, I was like, okay, here's our 10-year plan. Like this is our 10-year mm-hmm. plan. And oh, we were yeah, really yeah, intentional yeah. about that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but for as intentional we as we had I, like a 10 minute plan. <laughs> yeah. We were like, right, right. My 10 minutes. My 10 minutes. <laughs> but for as intentional as I am about those types of things, I, my, my words, uh, get me in trouble a lot. I'm kind of a little tumbleweedy with my words, you know? <laughs> when I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I just, I don't exactly always realize that they land with meaning to somebody else because a lot of times i'm a little bit aloof (laughs) i want to take this seriously what you're saying i do but i was driving through kansas one
1: time and tumbleweed those things get freaking huge and i'm (laughs) from connecticut and i don't even like i don't even know what this is we have like we have like maple trees anyway this tumbleweed the size of like a like one of those old giant TVs gets trapped in my windshield. <laughs> but I didn't know if I should do my windshield wipers. I couldn't get it off anyway. It was very funny because you said I'm kind of tumbleweedy with my words, and I'm like, those things can take you down. <laughs> yeah, and and my words have before. So, what do you do? Do you like have to stop yourself ahead of time, and or do you like oh. before you get out of the car
0: for a meeting, are you like, I no, am going to be a Jeff. Teacher? There are there are certain places that we go where Jeff is now trained <laughs> to look at me and say, filter. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to put my filter on here. And I have different filters for different places. And it's not even, you know what it is, Kate? It's not even a filter. It's not like, don't say these things. It's, hey, be intentional with your words and intentional with your listening. Yeah. You're not
1: talking about being inauthentic, depending on who you're with and this or that. All you're saying is like, yeah, think a little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah a little considerate so i was thinking about the opposite of intentional like if i'm intentional with my kids and then the opposite we would think would be like unintentional Mm -hmm. right and then i was like actually for me the opposite of um being intentional is being distracted and i am so totally guilty of Mm -hmm. um We say it like it's a bad thing, right? Like, I'm so guilty of this. Well, I just, it is what it is. If we take the guilt out of it, it's the same. (laughs) I'm I'm just distracted. And I'm distracted a lot. I've got a lot going on. Like, I was distracted with that email, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. When I had, like, other actual important things to do. Sometimes I think that if we want to be intentional, that comes with, like, this responsibility to be super serious about something. And for my personality, that's really hard. I like being carefree and spontaneous. And fun. And so um, I think that it's okay to be all those things and be intentional mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And the idea is this being intentional is not being distracted. Is to, you know, deciding oh, yeah. to put our whole attention into something and our whole hearts and our whole involvement. And it makes it so much better when we do.
0: Right. And I think it's funny that we both experience that because I'm I'm super task oriented, right? Like tasks come first, people come second. And that's something that <laughs> I, I really I, I have to. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> hey, do you want to develop a podcast with me? Well, is it going to ruin our friendship, Catherine? <laughs> um but here's 32 things to do yeah that's what i have to be intentional about though is is putting people first and you know you are uber people oriented um but still you're experiencing distraction from right so is that what you're saying yeah
1: yeah, joe and i were talking the other day about our household and i think what he was saying i think the takeaway (laughs) Was that I was acting more like a recreational director, (laughs) like a cruise (laughs) ship planner, (laughs) instead of like a foreman or like actual league. And I understand that. Like for the fun things, I'm all about the fun things. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like when you have, you know, and everybody knows this analogy, but you have a glass jar and you have to, if you want to fit things into this glass jar and you have so many marbles of different sizes right you got to like put the big ones in first and then the little ones fill right, in yeah. around those and so i think being intentional being deliberate being thoughtful being kind about what we put in first makes mm-hmm. a difference so Catherine. You're a black and white thinker, and you're kind of in some situations that don't always lend itself to black <laughs> yeah. and white thinking. Like example, recently you had a little guy with you for a while. How are you intentional? How are you deliberate right. in that process?
0: Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a long process, um, and it was it didn't start as a as a foster situation. There was a period of time where he was with us for a month or two while his mom was getting some care that she needed. Um, and she was in a facility for like 30 days. So he, he lived with us for that month when he was a baby. And there was a little bit of back and forth around that time. But at that time, I was just like stuck in this box of thinking he's with us now. And then he's with his mom and then he's with us now and he's with his mom. We lived life like that for a little while. And. I kind just was disjointed, yeah, and I wasn't yeah. settled. I'm like, this is not. I, I just I felt unsettled about it. I can't really put into words other than like, this isn't super oh, yeah. helpful of us mm-hmm. to go back and forth, you know. Um, and so I was like, oh, maybe I should pray about this. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know>? <laughs> After a few months of feeling that way, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I really should bring this to God and be like, hey, uh, w- like what gives here? Um, and I. I remember where I was on the road when this came to me. And I'm sure this is so obvious to some people, but when you're in a situation, the perspective is skewed quite a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember I was driving and it was just came to me. Hey, Catherine, live life alongside of them. Be intentional. It does not have to be this or that. It can be with And I think my mind kind of blew up a little bit. And I was like, oh. Give me a practical example of that. Well, I just began being really intentional about being in contact with his mom. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, how you doing this week? What's going on? So Um, intentional, like consistent. Yes, consistent, steadfast. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you want some help this week? Do we want to do a sleepover this week? Um, How can I help you this week? You know, just being Mm -hmm. there. And let me tell you, there were some bumps on that road for sure. Yeah. There were some bumps. Um there were lots of bumps. But we just remained present and with and loving and I like that definition
1: of I just I love that because we keep saying intentional. What do we mean by that? You know, this idea of being consistent, steadfast, but you just said the presence, and I think that's awesome
0: yeah, just being part of their life and being intentional about developing a relationship with with not just little C, but with his family and recognizing that need. And I think, you know, that comes along with foster care. Um, and if I can real talk about foster care here for a minute, I am fully supportive of adoption through foster care. And I think we all know that the intention of foster care or the hope of foster care is that the child is returned to their biological parents, is Mm -hmm. reunification, right? And we put as much effort into our relationship with bio parents as we do with the child who's in our care, because we want to make those relationships lasting and supportive Mm -hmm. And positive. And so I think it's so important to recognize if some of our listeners are getting into foster care, thinking about it, or are new in it, I think it's really important to remember that as we're working with foster children and their parents, you know, in Missouri, we call it a family support team. We're all part of this FST. And I know I'm guilty of getting caught up in this or that foster family or bio family um, or, you know, who should get the child. Those types of those types of mentalities, not super helpful, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. that's not what we're um, that's not the intention of what we're doing. So I I just think it's so important um as you enter that world to remember that that bio parents foster child they all have dignity and value and worth mm. yeah
1: another thought on this idea of being intentional is that the the root is your intent and then acting on that intent and i think that involves a big picture focus you know like with foster care
0: yeah you know one thing i've learned is i remember one time a guardian at lightum that we had was saying that somebody that was involved in the case didn't have staying power. They probably wouldn't make it through the reunification process. And that phrase kind of stuck with me because I've seen from the beginning of that situation to now kind of where we are in that journey. And like, honestly, if I'm going to be honest about it, Jesus is the only one with staying power. Okay. Mm (laughs) He is the only reason that that situation is where it is now, and and I'm not I'm not just talking about a child being reunified with parents, but I'm talking about relationships being healed. I'm talking about us in a bio family. It's not just we're being civil with each other. You know, we mm-hmm. deeply care about each other, and that's not where we started. And that's only Jesus. Yeah, and it's it's Jesus with prayer and obedience and again intention of saying hey you matter to us and your son matters to us and we are doing the best we can and we know you are doing the best you can i mean jeff approached a bio parent and said these things um and man did it 180 the situation just that little moment you know i think the recognition that's really important yeah so, uh,
1: ways we can be in, intentional
0: in our. Well, you talked about the the marbles, right? So, what are the big marbles to you with regard to intention? Um, I just have a very few. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: try, I try not. I try right, to set the expectations like pretty realistically. <laughs> so, I guess for Joe and me, there's some ways that we're intentional. We don't always hit them, but it would be with our with our time, with our attention, with our finances. And Mm -hmm. with our, with our words, I would say if I had to choose something that we're really intentional about, it's about long-term vision, where we're going. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not, I'm not, I don't necessarily mean 10, 10 year goals or five year goals. I mean, you know, we can have that, but we also lived in an RV for a year, so you can be pretty flexible. (laughs) What matter like what matters to us? We, we say kids. Kids matter. Any kids, nieces and nephews, our own kids, kids and their needs go really high in a priority around the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are your big marbles.
1: Yeah. I feel like those are like, you know, concretely putting finances and, and money into causes that we care about. You know, mm-hmm. they're greeting my kids in the morning. Um, I think it's important to greet people. We have pretty high expectations for greeting one another. Oh my
0: gosh, your mom, your mom waves people off until they're out of sight. I know she's, she's always she's done a big that. good goodbyeer And in fact,
1: you know what's funny is that she's like waving goodbye, and I'm like, okay, I feel kind of rushed because it's like <laughs> negative forty and she's outside. So like, I will buy mom, buy a drive. I wave, I flash my lights, I drive up the driveway and like around the corner, and I park my car, and then I like get situated or <laughs> <Gather> because <laughs> I'm like it's like so anxious because <laughs> it's nice, but also it's a little stressful. Uh, so to greet my kids when they wake up in the morning when they come home, I think it's nice to be greeted with a smile. Try to do that. I am not so intentional about my tone of voice, and it's something that I have to keep correcting. Like Mm -hmm. my sons, Hey Susan, Jan, they they pick up on tone is a big deal to them. Tone and body language, because words
0: are less important deal. Yeah,
1: are less. So I I have to be really intentional with my presence. If I'm serious with them, I have to lower my voice. I have to talk slower. I actually plant my feet on the ground, straighten my back, put back my shoulders. And I say, we do not, you know, whatever it is, take a stick (laughs) and put it in your brother's bike, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, and, And tone is really important to them. So, um, so yeah, so being intentional with your words, maybe don't write important in all caps with two exclamation points
0: when it's not. Yeah. I think we just want, I think we want to encourage ourselves, first of all, because we, we've had some conversations about, um, hey, I'm not being super intentional about this. Could you like keep me in check? So yeah, I think we I think I'm hoping that this landed somewhere with you today as you guys were listening. Our intent was that it did. <laughs> yeah, our intent was that it landed well. One gift of
1: being intentional, I think is that it comes with clarity. So if there's something in your life that's confusing, or like, taking up some brain space, I always kind of want to push that stuff to the back of my head, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I it takes a while to sort it out. It takes a while to clean out a junk drawer, especially if you've been like putting stuff in and closing it for a while, like <laughs> I tend to do, right? You're like, and then it and gets then kind of full and then get it gets the kind of messy open. and then you can't get it open and then, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, what's the purpose here? What is going on? What is my intent? What is my vision? What is my role? What is my strength, weaknesses? You know, and taking the time to unpack that and to clean it out and invite others in on it, invite God in on it. But it's something that I've learned recently is to be okay with being uncomfortable (laughs) for 10 seconds, 10 hours, 10, however long it takes to take stuff out and figure out what is going on here that I need to sort through emotionally or you know, with my time so I can be more intentional. Because once you are and once you have a clean vision, it's easier to take that next step into the adventure. That's part of the freedom
0: that being intentional brings. For sure. And we would love for you guys to catch up with us on socials. I'm at Katherine Rose, H-P-H, like hard pressed hope. And Kate is at Kate Blake Notes. We would love for you to share with us how you are being intentional. That's a wrap.